How you doing? Brad Berg with Encompass Purpose, and we're here today. We're going to keep talking about what you're going to do in the new year and what you're not going to do in the new year. We're always talking about learning, but a lot of the things we have to do is just unlearn. You know, we've got into bad habits and bad ways of doing things, and we have to unlearn them. That's why, you know, in the New Year's, a lot of times people do the dieting and stuff. That's unlearning your bad habits, your bad eating habits. We're going to talk a little bit about that and quite a few other things coming up here in just a sec. First, I want to talk to you about January 19th. We'll be having a business seminar with quite a few well-known people. Uh, we'll have seven in total. We'll have books you're going to be able to receive. You're going to receive trainings. And it's just going to be a really good four hours of learning and learning a lot in them four hours. It's $49, and you can reserve your tickets by just calling 573-286-5625 or encompasspurpose at gmail.com. And, of course, you can always look at our website at encompasspurpose.com. So I guess what I would like to talk about again is how powerful our brains are. And, you know, there's studies I've talked about in the past, and I have a whole bunch of them here, but I'm only going to go over a couple. Harvard did a study, and what it was was for people that had never played the piano to play the piano. And what they did was divide these two groups, and one half practiced on five-finger pianos on just exercises for about two hours a day over five days. Now, the remaining half did the same thing, except they just imagined it. And they were just sitting there, and they weren't allowed to move their fingers in any way. And the neurologists found that their brains had actually changed the same. Whether they were doing it or not, their body didn't know the difference. And that's what we've been talking about lately. Another study with the Cleveland Clinic, uh, 10 research subjects from 20 to 35, they were exercising and flexing their biceps, except, again, they divided the group up. And for five trainings a week, for 12 weeks, then they took and they, at the end they did a study, and it increased their biceps by 13.5%, even the ones that didn't actually use their muscles. They just used their mind. And now if you think about that, how powerful your mind is. And that's what, you know, I think we've lost the intentionality of how we can live and what we can do. So many times as I've talked, we're on remote control. You know, when you're driving, think about this. You've drove to work the same way the last 10 years. Your body is actually kind of on remote control. Your mind's checked out. You know how to get to work. You know when you're going to turn into a different lane. You know when you're going to slow down. You know when you're going to speed up. So why can't you reverse that thinking and think about that? If your body can do that without, your, you know, just following your mind, why can't your mind control things in your body? And it can. And they're finding more and more evidence about that. I think it's really exciting. And... I think in the new year coming up, one big thing we're going to keep just talking about and hammering in is intentionality. 
intentional focus because we're so overwhelmed. We're walking around like uh, the walking dead with cell phones in front of our faces. And everything is just stimuli and everything makes us go on remote control. And I know this is a Rush Limbo saying, he used to say it years ago, the dumbing down of America. And I think it really happened where it used to be even farming a hundred years ago, there was a lot of stuff going on. You had to pay attention all the time. Now in farming, you get in a tractor and they actually have remote control tractors you just sit in. You know, cars, they have self-parking cars. You know, they keep taking stuff away so you you don't intentionally think about it. You just, it's automatic. So that's where I'm telling you to, you know, really think about what you're doing and make your day very intentional. Think about what you want to focus on and then stop what you don't want to focus on. Because what happens when you're on the remote control, you just keep focusing back on maybe the past or negatives and it's remote control, things that never are going to happen in scenarios you play in your brain that aren't productive. When you could be thinking about intentionally where you want to be. Now, that's another thing we're going to talk about right after this is how about thinking about where you want to be as in now instead of thinking about it in the future. On January 10th, we're going to be having a free event. It's uh, Benefits of Yoga and Meditation, and they'll be practicing, of course. Jason Jones will be teaching that. People don't realize the benefits of these simple things, and they're great for you. They're great for your brain. They're great for your heart. They're great for your lungs, your bones, your spine, and they're great for your mind. There's been more proof out the last year about this than I've ever seen before, but there's no reason, no matter what your physical condition is, you shouldn't come on January 10th because you can do so much, so many beneficial things for yourself just in these simple things that we'll be showing you on January 10th. Jason Jones, as I said, will be teaching it. I'll be speaking a little bit, but uh, Jason will be doing both uh, yoga and the meditation portion, and it is a Christian-based thing. I know people get worried about that, but it will be a Christian-based yoga and meditation. So we look forward to seeing you on January 10th at 6 p.m. in 52 Pavilion Circle in Max Creek. Okay, so what, uh, what I was talking about before the break there was, how about if you start to think you are doing what you want to do? You're thinking of your end goal. Your body cannot tell the difference whether it's reality or not. And what I mean by that, let's think about fear. If you're worried about something, you heard a noise outside, and then you keep your brain just keeps going and going and going. You heard a noise, and you picture somebody outside. You get more fearful, and there's nothing actually there. There's nothing to be fearful of. But your mind and your body, your mind developed it, your body believed it. Your body's heart started racing. Maybe you started breathing harder, you started breathing more rapid, but there was nothing actually there. But your mind told your body there was. So you can do the same thing with some of your goals. Instead of thinking, someday I'll be there, think, I am there. I have gratitude for what I'm doing. I have gratitude for the change. 
I have gratitude for my improving. That's where you have to be. You can't be thinking, oh, I'm going to grind and just work my butt off and then someday I'll get there. It's not going to happen. You give gratitude and you think about the improvements you can make every single day right now. You're there. You're at the end line. It might not be your end goal. And who knows in two years if that's going to still be your end goal. But what you have to do is every day improve. Every day challenge yourself. Every day give your best. Every day give gratitude. We are, especially in America, we do not give gratitude enough. If you woke up this morning on a bed, something to be thankful for. You woke up and you had coffee or juice or milk or whatever you wanted. That's something to be grateful for. You ate a breakfast, possibly. That's something to be grateful for. You had heat on a 30-degree day. That is something to be grateful for. You then walked out and maybe you got in your car. That's something to be grateful for. To the job that pays you, something to be grateful for. I mean, it just keeps going on and on and on. I didn't even talk about family or children or parents. That's all things to be grateful for. So many times, especially on social media and things like that, we tend to focus on the negative. We tend to focus on the drama. We tend to focus on the politics or who we can put down because they don't believe the same politics as us. Or we tend to focus on the non-Christians we can put down or the Christians that don't behave the same way we do or, you know, Christians that believe different than we do. Instead of the good, we don't focus on, well, Maybe they're not where they should be, but they're still trying. You know, why not look at life in a more positive light? And I'm not saying everything's going to be sunshine and rainbows. It's not. Embrace the struggle, you know, and thank God for the struggles. You know, he said there was going to be struggles. And if you think about it this way, I heard it put really well. Go through life like you have a motorcycle helmet on. So when you're going through the struggle, things are being pitched at you and you're being hit in the head. If you have a motorcycle helmet on, it no longer hurts so much. And when you get through it, be thankful. Be thankful for what you learned. Be thankful for the challenges you received so that you know you're strong enough to get through them. Be thankful for everything. You know, one thing I tell a lot of my clients is, Every time you go through a doorway, give thanks for something. You know how many doorways there are, for one, you start to really notice that. But it also gives you a really good idea every day how much there's to be thankful for. You can sit all day long walking and being thankful and thanking God for everything you've got. We are so lucky. Um, That's why I still, and I don't know when the end of the world will be, but I hear people say, oh, it's so rough, it's the end of the world. It's like, we have it so easy. How can you ever say it's tough? You know, when you look back when Jesus lived and they laid down on rocks and they used pillows as rocks as pillows, you know, and they didn't have enough to eat. 
and they were being killed and decapitated. They were being thrown into fires. Um, we don't have that issue. The closest we have is maybe when we're throwing a log on the fire, our hand gets too close. You know, we don't have that issue. Maybe our pillow's too firm, um, but we have very easy lives. And there is so many things that we should be thankful for. One thing I'm thankful for is, uh, you know, about, well, God, I'm getting old, about 20 years ago now, uh, I guess about 14 years ago now, I got a lot less materialistic. I used to be after money and after, you know, all these material things. And I realized after seeing somebody pretty much self-implode during 2008 that uh, what's important and what's not important. The other thing, and talk about struggles, I had heart failure. I've had heart failure multiple times, but this time was not good. And it made me realize what I wanted and what I didn't want out of life. Now, I was a slow learner, so it took me years after that to really get around to the point where I should have changed right away, but I didn't, you know, but it brought back a lot more challenges, you know, if it wasn't for them following challenges after that time, I wouldn't be sitting here today. I wouldn't have started studying the brain or Christianity. It was because of some very terrible things that happened to me. Both of them things came about. And I love studying about Christianity, and I love studying about the brain. And I know some of you out there right now are going, what a geek. And that's probably true, because I can <laughs> I can watch that for hours, my poor wife. Um, but uh, I try not to do that around her as much, because not everybody finds it as fascinating as me to study about the brain. But I can't tell you how much I hope you reach out. I will do everything in my power to help you for as little as I can because it's not about making money. It's about helping you. If you need to diet, you know, there's no perfect diet, even though if you go on Facebook, you take these special pills and special powders for about 400 a month and you're going to look like uh, some superstar in about a month. But ketogenesis and the keto diet or fasting or just counting calories and low carb, there is no right diet for everybody. Everybody's a little different. And so we work on it on an individual basis. On the mental health side and the behavioral side, the coaching, we work on that on an individual basis. And them things combine because you have to work on the body and the mind. That's how you get to success, long-term success. Of course, if you have to drop pounds, you do have to do keto or fasting or watching your calories or low carbs. But then once that gets going, you lose some pounds or get close to that, you start to change and you start to just eat healthy. And that's uh, where a lot of diets fail because it's to lose the weight and then nobody makes an adjustment. 
There's even semaglutide now, which you can get an IV, helps you lose weight. It's a proven FDA, you know, approved drug. But so many times with that, people don't make the changes necessary. So they lose the weight, they gain it right back. They lose the weight, they gain it right back. It's so much like some of these other diet things. You just lose it and gain back. We focus on your whole life, and we don't just focus on right now. We actually start at the end of your 10 years. What do you want your last 10 years to be like? And that's where we're going to work on your goals for your body and your mind. What do you want your last 10 years to be like? And then we work backwards to where you are now. And I know that's a lot different approach, but let me tell you, it is effective. So what I would like to ask, come to January 10th. Come to January 19th, but also just give a call because we will help you. I will give all my effort to helping you. And that's what I feel I've been called to do is to help people. And we have a lot of people lined up right now for the January thing where we're going to kick it off and I'm going to try to help them in so many different aspects and everybody's different. There is no one-size-fits-all diet. There is no one-size-fits-all goals. There is no one-size-fits-all anything. And that's why a lot of times these coaching groups or, you know, these programs, they don't work. They might get you very motivated and hyped up, but you're like, oh, this doesn't really work. Well, of course not. Betty is much different than Frank, and Frank is much different than John, and John is much different than Sue. Everybody is so different. So we take each person and we dedicate ourselves to trying to help them. And I don't have to speak from just guessing or because I took a couple courses. I've taken, I don't even know, probably 40 courses and 40, you know, with my degrees and courses and things like that. But that doesn't really matter. In the real life, I've owned a lot of different companies. I've worked for a lot of different organizations. That doesn't really matter. What matters is the experience and the proven ways of helping people. And we never stop. Before this program today, for hours, I've been researching different techniques and how to do things. After this program, I'll spend hours researching and how to do things. And that's an everyday thing for me. You don't just go to a course and you're instantly a great coach and you don't have to learn. You go to a course, you get yourself a coach. I've said this because it drives me crazy so many times, but if your coach isn't coach, drop them right, right away. And the other thing is if your coach is a fluff coach, You have to be held accountable. It's a problem in society where people are not being held accountable for anything. And it's a problem that has caused many problems. You have to be accountable. You have to take steps. You have to want it. You have to change. You have to improve yourself every day. That's just fact. There's nothing besides fact that you have to be accountable. And I know it's scary sometimes, but you have to change. And you have to learn educated ways of doing this. 
your mindset and what your mind can do is so powerful and your body working with your mind what it can do is so powerful you've seen it earlier um, when i talked about your arms increasing your arms increasing just by thinking about it think about that it's a really amazing thing but it's not something just made up it's fact it's science so what are you going to do this year what are you going to do coming up in january are you going to talk about it again or are you going to finally take action are you going to be accountable for your life and what you provide to others are you going to suffer because it is hard some things you're going to do are going to be hard life is hard nobody said it was going to be easy are you going to do it are you going to make the changes necessary to give yourself a better life? Give the ones around you a better life? Help in your community. Are you going to take the steps to lose weight? And I'll be the first one. I've lost weight, but I still am fat. And, oh, that's a terrible thing to say now, but... I'm fat, and the reason I'm fat is sometimes I eat too much. That is just a fact. Yes, I have a thyroid issue, but no, that wouldn't hinder me from losing weight. I could lose weight. I could be very fit, and I'm going to be. But sometimes I slow myself down. But that's my fault. And right there was me being accountable for that. I've lost 40 pounds. I could have lost more. And I am accountable for not losing more. I'm very happy and I have gratitude I've lost 40 pounds. And I'm very happy and I have gratitude that I'm going to lose the rest of it. I'm going to change. And I'm going to make efforts that are hard. I love cookies. Love ice cream sometimes. But I also want to be fit. I also want to see my grandkids grow up. So how do you want to be in your last 10 years? Do you want to be in a wheelchair or in a bed? Or would you like to be active? You don't know when your last 10 years are. But it is important to take the steps now to try to regain your strength, your energy, your mental vitality your mental focus, your intentional thoughts. And I know you're probably sick of me saying intentional anything with your brain, but it is so true and so many people do not do it. So you can make excuses of why you don't have time or you can make excuses of this or that, but the truth is you do, you have time. You can do anything I can do. You can do anything anybody else can do. It's just up to you to want it. Are you going to want it? Do you want the change? Feel free to call us at 573-286-5625, encompasspurpose.com, or email us at encompasspurpose at gmail.com. And, of course, we're on all the social media sites, too. But that's where it stops. That's all we can do for you. You have to make this next step. You have to call. You have to come in. You have to take the next steps. Please take the next steps. 
Take the next steps to better your life. Take the next steps to better your family's life, your your employer's life, your employee's life, your community around you. You have to take and do the change. You have to make them first steps. You have to take action. So please do that. 573-286-5625. Take them steps. Make 2023 year year. Make a difference in your life and so many people around you's life. It'll be something you'll be so happy you did. 573-286-5625. We look forward to hearing from you. We look forward to making changes along with you in your journey, walking alongside you. We're so excited for this. Make 2023 your year. Take the action. Make the change. You can do it. Until next time, Brad with Encompass Purpose. Thank you for listening.